Hey guys, what's going on? This is your girl, Model E, of course, of the E Inference Podcast. Thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode with your girl. All right, before we start the show, y'all know what it is. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at E Inference Pod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And also follow the network. We have a lot going on on our network and it is the Got What You Need Network. It's G-W-U-N dot network. On Instagram right now, go follow us. And also if you got Roku, yeah, we are on Roku. Make sure you go and you download the Got What You Need, D-G-W-N space TV app. And you will see all of our podcasts and all the content that we have going on. We also have some new content coming out very soon. So you guys need to go ahead and get it now. Okay, there you go. Now, I'm going to talk about this very briefly. And I'm upset about it because I waited for this a very long time. A lot of you guys have waited on this a long time. And for those who wasn't waiting on it that had so much to say about it, well, I guess they're just happy and jumping for joy right now. But (sighs) I don't like to be negative about things. I try to do positive, but this right here, I really don't feel too positive about it. All right, I'm talking about student loan debt release. Yes. The student loan debt relief has been stopped. If you have not filled out your application yet, it is done, it's caboodle, it's closed, evicted, none of that. You're not able to apply. It's on hold because it's been stopped. It's been rejected and why after you know, you go through all of that to have us to do these applications and get our hopes up because $20,000 would help me out a great deal. And it will help out a lot of people as well because many of us, you know, we went to school and we're not doing anything in our profession and we got to pay all this money back. I don't think that that part of the education should be like so expensive. I understand some things like people who are going for like engineer, you know, nurses, doctors and things like that. Yes, because they are required to learn, you know, it's, it's not an acquired skill, you know, but, um, you know, little marketing degrees, stuff like that, business management, I think we should get some support because you will have to be in a certain location in order to use your degree. And it's not our fault because what they tell you in school, they tell you that you have to go to college if you want to be somebody. So we went to college and still doing the same thing. (laughs) But, um, Like I said, I wanted to speak briefly about it. I'm a little upset about it. 
a little annoyed about it because I really thought that this was going through. I had a whole lot of high hopes on this and it, it just seemed like the dream was coming true. And all of a sudden, boom, it was over with it, a blink of an eye, you know, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm going to keep positive. I'm going to keep the faith that maybe, you know, they'll come back with some good news for people like me and you, okay? Like who really want this thing? All right. So next I'm going to get into, and you guys are going to love this. Uh, um, Erica Minna, okay? She actually got $4,000 child support a month. And she's upset. Now all of this financial burden with my children is on me? When a man shows you who he is, you have to believe him. When anybody shows you who they are, you have to believe them. Like he doesn't have to think nothing of it? Nothing? That's the that comes with being a woman that is so right or die about love. Ladies and gentlemen, learn your partner before you, you jump ahead and fall in love with the words and all of that stuff that make up this fairy tale. Because when no one's looking, that's when everything just goes left. Financially, the kids are my responsibility. I have primary custody of them. Damn. But I'm strong and I'm here. I will always believe in love. Love is real, but I'm gonna take time to love on me and pour on me. And I wanna learn this new woman that I am. This woman that has learned okay. to emote. All right, I am gonna go ahead. I'm gonna stop right there, okay? And I'm, I'm gonna start at the point of where she says, learn your partner because things can go left real quick. Yes, that is a true thing. But to be honest, you can be with a person and once you dive deep in there, that's normally when things really come out. But that's why you have to kind of learn someone in the beginning process. Now, mostly all of us know this relationship between Erica and her husband and we've seen it on tv they have a reality show and we've seen the back and forth you know i was shocked that you know they actually had kids together because they were at this up and down level and so you know they got married and she doesn't get what she wants or she feels she has not got you know what she deserved and she's upset about it I, I mean, I, I feel her, you know, what she's going through. You know, she says 4,000 is not enough. It's not enough. But for a person like me, I can do a whole lot with $4,000. So, I mean, I'm not, y'all know, I'm not women bashing or anything like that. I don't bash. But it all goes back to the beginning. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. A lot of time, 
men get the bad treatment on this time the shoe was on the other foot but not to say that you know four thousand is just all she needs but in reality i mean four thousand a month what all she's going to be buying i mean i know diapers are expensive baby milk food everything is all that expensive but four thousand dollars a month i think she can survive on that i really think she can um it doesn't matter if you a regular degular or you're a celebrity that's an extra four thousand dollars that you have not been getting a month and now you're getting you know um i'm sure that this man is going to take care of his kids um I'm sure he's still going to, you know, be a father and do everything he can. But I think the law has, you know, kind of been on his side this time because normally it doesn't work that way. And I'm a person who look at both sides of the spectrum. I just don't go on the side of a female because I am a female. I sit and I look and I examine everything. But she's online, you know, crying very heartbroken you know that she's getting only four thousand dollars and I only can imagine how she's going to make this man life like I really think she's going to make this man life a living hell she's going to constantly torture him every day of the fact that she's only getting four thousand dollars and it is not enough for her but this um situation here um, I really hope that they can come to a conclusion. You know, I'm sure maybe they will work something out um, that I'm sure he still will be handing her money, you know, for the kids because they are very young. So they are, you know, going to need it. But to be going online, you know, crying and doing all of this. I don't think it's needed that that's something that, you know, you should do closed doors. You know, I mean, I think it's, it's private business. You shouldn't be discussing that, but I don't know their situation personally. I only go by from what I see on TV. And for me, basically, if my husband and I are not together anymore and he is going to pay me $4,000 a month on child support, then guess what? I am happy with that $4,000 because I know he's going to still continue to take care of his kids. He's still going to give them money, you know, any type of support that I need. I know that he's going to be there. So that's $4,000. I don't have to worry about coming out of my pocket taking care of them myself. Now, I know when a parent, you know, basically have full custody of a child, it's a lot and it's mainly their responsibility. But at the same time, you got to realize that's what you wanted. You wanted full responsibility. A lot of, and I'm just speaking, you know, general right now, a lot of women, you know, complains about how they are a boss. They don't need a man to do this. They don't need a man to do that. But once they have a kid and they are no longer with this man, now everything is all out in the woodwork. 
they need more. They are constant demanding things. And it's not right. You know, you just said you didn't need me. You didn't need anything. And now you want everything that I have. Like, let's be reasonable here. Let's be adults. Like, let's sit back and, you know, reevaluate things. Like, let's just look and see the big picture here. So um, women, and I know I've, I've seen it. I've seen the comments. It's a lot of women out there, you know, who sympathize with her. And, and there are women out there who don't get shit. You know, it's a lot of women out there who only getting $25, $50 a month. There are some women out there who's only getting $300 a month. Okay. And they have to fully take care of these kids themselves. You know, all the time, the father is not involved. A lot of time, the father feels, well, I am on child support. This right here should take care of the kids and I'm not doing anything or anymore. You know, that part sucks. But when you have an involved parent, it makes a difference. I think it will make up. If the two adults can be two adults to each other, you know, coincide, learn how to live with each other for the kids, I think everything will be okay. Then the man will be more willing to give the woman things that she really needs for the kids when she asks for it. Because if you are constantly nagging a man all the time, asking for money and shoving it down his throat all the time or constantly grabbing him by his neck, he's going to get tired of that. And eventually he is just going to feel like a battle that he's, you know, he can't no longer win. So what do he do? He just stops and he just paid what the court ordered him to pay. And he just moved on with his life because he has so much pressure and depression to deal with. And nobody wants to deal with pressure and depression. And in the end, it actually hurt the child or the kids. But that's stuff that, you know, us as adults, we don't think about when we're in a relationship. We have to think about the kids and how all of that stuff you know, will affect them. But I'm not going to sit here and, and be a, you know, a, a financial therapist or relationship therapist <laughs> to you guys. I just felt that I needed to, you know, have that conversation because, you know, we're seeing this floating around online and, you know, she's crying her little heart out and everything saying that it's not enough, but I think it's enough. I really do. I really think it's enough. <laughs> okay. So um, next conversation that we have for tonight is going to be how to get a man to value you. Wow. That is a very good transition for what we just talked about, whole money and everything. Now, this is where, you know, I kind of wish that I had someone that, you know, I can bounce this conversation off, but tonight your guys are just going to talk to me, okay, and listen to me. So how to get a man to value you? First of all, in Model E's opinion, I think that your values come from within inside, 
okay? And I know it may sound cliche, but you have to love yourself first in order to love anybody. You got to have love for yourself first. Now, how to get a man to value you is have respect for yourself. You got to respect yourself. If I'm a woman who's constantly out there in the street and I'm dipping and dabbing with all different types of guys, a man is not going to look at me as somebody he can possibly take home to his, meet his mother, <laughs> you know, or he's not going to want to, you know, spend that quality time with me because he know I'm spending quality time with every other guy, you know? So I think, you know, it, 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 it starts within yourself, within you, you know, um, love is a, it's a heartful thing. You know, you have to open your heart. Um, you have to, you know, be able to receive the message, but value, that's a whole different game. And, um, women out there, I don't want you to think that just because, you do certain things in your relationship. You know, you have this certain type of sex. You know, you give him everything you want, everything he asks for. You know, you may cook a meal every now and then, or you may buy him things, you know, kind of like buying his love. That's not going to get him to value you. You have to want a man to appreciate you. You have to do those things. And you have to be you. You have to be you. You can't start a relationship or a conversation with someone being someone else because right off the gate, you're being fake. You're not real. So you're going to carry that into the relationship. And then now everything is just a whole fad. And, and now, you know, you're lying and now, nobody wants to be with you because you're a liar. <laughs> but I think if you just have, you know, respect for yourself and just be honest with each other and be you. And I think that person will see you for who you are and what they can do. They can either love you or either they can leave you. It's really up to them. And if they do decide to leave you, it's okay. It's okay. Everyone is not going to like us because we are all made different. Each of us, you know, we don't think the same. You know, our heart doesn't look the same. Nothing is the same. Our fingerprints are the same, you know, Women, you know, we normally have one big of something and the other one is a normal size, okay? Men, one of your balls may be bigger than the other one. We are not made the same. So we can't go and expect everybody to like us. And we can't get mad if they do. You just got to move on and find you somebody else who's going to like you. Don't sit around here and fight the man because he don't like you. Don't get mad when he get a new woman and you go and mess with her. Y'all not the same person. Maybe she's more of a genuine person that you are. Maybe her, her values, her personality probably fit in better with him over there. 
But you just got to remember, it's always somebody for somebody. <laughs> okay? I'm, I'm telling you, it's always somebody for somebody. So don't beat yourself up. You know, someone will love you for who you are just as you love yourself for who you are. Okay? That, that's my therapy for tonight for you guys. <laughs> All right, let me move on. Um, let's talk about something a little more. Um, being a mom, okay. It's a lot of us who are moms. I have a lot of moms who listen to my podcast and we, you know, talk a lot about, you know, kids and just the way life is and everything that we have going on and just trying to maintain and live and navigate through this thing called life, okay? But being a mom and what nobody really talks about is finding yourself once you lose your identity in motherhood, okay? So... We are, we, we start being a mother at conception, right? Once we found out we got pregnant and that baby is growing inside you and that baby's inside you for eight, nine months and it's just building up all these type of emotions, you know, all this love and everything and your life is just consumed with that, with that one little person who just needs you every minute, every hour of the day. And so you forget about yourself. And I can identify this, um, identify with this a little bit. Um, not totally neglecting, but neglecting others especially when I had my first child, I neglected my husband a lot because I was a first time mom. I wanted to make sure that I done everything right. You know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, he's getting everything he need. And I, I'm just there for this little guy who can't do nothing for himself. I gotta be the one to do it. So you're constantly running on, all that energy, I got, it, I, got it, I got it, and then you realize that you got a whole husband over here who needs you as well too, and you two are fussing all the time because you're not giving him no nookie, okay? <laughs> but you're not giving up anything. You know why? Because the thrill is gone. And it's not because of him. It's me. You know, I just had a baby and something is just not right down there. Like, I'm not interested. Like, it's not bothering me to have sex. But what my husband told me one day that I didn't realize is that we haven't communicated, you know, I haven't said anything to him. You know, I just continued to go on like everything was okay. You know, I wasn't, you know, listening to his feelings or I wasn't taking the time out to look at him, examine him to see how he felt, you know, 
during all this process. So we had this conversation and I, I must admit, I think I had a little bit of um, postpartum, you know, after my first, but not a very bad extent to where, you know, wanted to harm myself or the baby or just want to be left alone. And there are some postpartum um, stress that does that. You know, I thank God that I didn't went through any of that, but there has been some people who experienced that. My thing is, you know, I just neglected my husband, you know, and neglected myself, you know, just running off the energizer battery, you know, but going back to the point is when you're a mom, you don't think about you and you have to realize that you have to have some self-care that personal moment just to sit back and reflect whether if you just drinking a glass of wine sitting on the back porch you know quietly enjoying the the birds chirping or you know at night the frogs whatever it is whatever time of day it is you just gotta set a time and have some time for yourself you gotta self some set some self boundaries right so um, we don't go out and hang with our friends anymore. You know, I'm just home. I got a lot of things to do. You know, I got kids, you know, I got to wash clothes. I got to fold clothes. got to make sure everybody eat. Um, I got to make sure homework's done. I got to make sure everybody wash out for bed, all that stuff. Okay. And yes, men can do that stuff too. But a lot of times we don't allow them to do it. You know why? Because we got it. We are superwoman. We got everything. Just sit back down. We got it. No, ladies, we don't. We need help. And then we find ourselves in a situation, a very sticky situation where we're tired, you get anxiety because I'm telling you, the older I got, I started experiencing anxiety. So I had to learn how to control myself in certain situations. I can't get upset real fast. You know, I do breathing techniques throughout the time of the day because those things helps. <laughs> it helps. So... As a mom, we have to remember we are not superheroes. We are not running on energizer batteries. We got to sit back and let somebody else help us. We, we got to have help and we got to take time for us. So I want you guys to remember that. And um, this right here was um, especially for the young woman who uh, spoke to me about it. She's actually an international listener. And shout out to all my international listeners. You guys are so dope, okay? I, I love you guys. You guys are dope. So this was um, a very hot topic of discussion. And I felt that I needed to go in greater detail about it just to let this young woman know that you can't do everything. You have to learn to slow down and ask for help, even if you feel like it, because at the end, all that stuff is just going to come running together. And if you're tired, the sleep is going to say, stop. You got to stop. Your tired will take its rest when it wants to. 
trust me, it will. So don't, don't try to overdo everything, you know, go out and have fun. Um, try to plan like a girl's night, maybe once a month. And I'm telling you guys this, telling myself this as well, because I will start out doing something and then next thing you know, I ain't got time for that. I'm busy. I got things I got to do. And now I'm just in the house, you know? Um, so that goes for me as well, too. I got to start taking time for myself, you know, and going out. Even though I say it don't bother me, I don't care. But that time, um, you know, it's always good just to get out into a different environment and be around people your age, <laughs> you know, be around more females, you know, and just have conversations. So, so yes, guys, I know this podcast felt like a therapy podcast, but basically this is what podcast is about. Podcasting is therapy because if you guys don't ask me these questions, then you will sit here just wondering. So continue to ask me these questions and I, Y'all know I'm good at keeping these stuff anonymous. A lot of these stuff that I talk about come from my listeners. They just don't, you know, want to come forth or anything or don't want their name discussed, which is fine. But um, I feel my conversations does bring, you know, sheds a little light. I think it sheds a little light. And um, I'm, I'm happy that I can use my platform to do that. Um, you know, I am an advocate for women's health, and I believe that this right here, self-care, is a part of our well-being. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you continue to follow me on Instagram at EnfrancePod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And also check out that Roku channel, GWN Space TV. Download that app. And don't forget to check out my second podcast where I am the co-host of the Life and Love podcast with my husband, LaShawn. We have some very good, deep conversations sometimes. And we just... We good, we good, we good. So make sure y'all tune in for that. A lot of my current listeners listen to um, Life and Love. And if you're not married, you still can listen to it. You know, it's a possibility you may get married in the future and we may can tell you a little thing. You'll be, you know, ahead of the game. So continue to listen to that as well as the Encourage and Inspire podcast, Politrick podcast, and the Black Male Podcast, which will be coming back. Well, by the time you hear this, they will be back. But they are coming back. The boys are back. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Model E. And I'll catch you later. Ow.